It is the day before the big day. The Boston Celtics are set to open up the 2023-24 NBA season against the New York Knicks coming up this Wednesday. Smitty and I are going to be live doing a watch party, but for now, we're going to break down our keys for the victory ahead of opening night. I am Allie Barefoot, your host of Celtics today. Producer Smitty is right here to my right, and like I said, the Boston Celtics are traveling to the Big Apple, taking on the Knicks in Madison Square Garden, and so far, Vegas seems to like the Boston Celtics. They are favorite, minus two and a half, so if Vegas is correct, Boston Celtics should be walking home with a win out of the season opener of the 2023-24 NBA season. I mean, I feel like I already know your answer because my answer is obviously going to be the Boston Celtics, but type it in the chat. Who do you got for the first matchup? Type BOS for Boston, type NYK for Knicks. I don't want to see any NYKs in the chat. I will send you straight on over to Marshall Green and Knicks now by Chat Sports. But like I said, the keys to victory. Smitty and I put our heads together, and this is our top five list of things the Celtics need to do in order to beat the Knicks. And it starts with slowing down Emmanuel quickly. For some reason, there's always that one player that seems to just pop off against your team. That's Emmanuel quickly against the Boston Celtics. This guy absolutely dominates. He's shifty. He's quick. He gets his shots up, and they always seem to fall. Point blank, when we look at his stats the past two times he played the Boston Celtics in the 2022-23 NBA season, he averaged 30 points a game, assisting four and a half, and then he's got 53% from the field and 47% from the three. So as you can tell, he's obviously taking more shots about like fadeaway jumpers or layups. He's always being shifty. He's not even shooting as many threes as he is from inside the perimeter. So you have to guard him at, literal, at literally every single spot, including we saw him this preseason. And of course, he popped off again. He only played against the Celtics one time. The Knicks starters did not play the second time around. But that was enough for Emmanuel quickly. 21 points, 3 assists, 57% from the field, which is great. 60% from the three-point line. Like I just said, Emmanuel quickly shoots everywhere when he plays the Boston Celtics. His shot always seems to fall, but he is now facing the Boston Celtics with Derek White and Drew Holiday. You guys know I've been a fan of this backcourt all offseason. I say you go with the small ball when you're playing Emmanuel quickly. I say you shift in between Derek White and Drew Holiday, guarding Emmanuel quickly. That could definitely contain him a little bit. I'm not saying you hold him to zero points. That would just be glorious, but I don't think it's going to happen. You just got to contain him. And while you're doing that, on the other hand, you got to be shooting lights out three-pointers. The Boston three-party. I did find this on an NBC Sports Boston article, so I did take it, but this is too good not to share with you guys. So I actually got down and looked at all the stats from the preseason games, and the leading three-point score for the Boston Celtics, of course, was preseason P. Peyton Pritchard made 17 three-pointers. Sam Hauser made 11. Chris Porzingis made nine, but there were nine other Boston Celtics who were shooting around the perimeter. But here's my thing. Pritchard and Sam Hauser aren't in the starting lineup. So these are going to be guys coming off the bench. Fresh legs, that's great. We know they can shoot threes. I need to see Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum shooting a little bit more against the New York Knicks, and I get it. Peyton Pritchard and Sam Hauser played a lot more minutes than Chris Stapps Porzingis did in the preseason, but overall, the only Celtics that didn't score a three-pointer during the preseason, J.D. Davison, Luke Cornett, Mimi Escada, and Jordan Walsh. Two are two-way contract players, and the other two are bigs. So I'll take it. Everybody can shoot threes on this team. 
Did you know the Celtics beat New York in November of 2022 with 27 made three-pointers? They faced them four times that season, and they lost the other three games. Their worst loss in this series, they made nine. This clearly makes a difference when you're going up against New York. Next, Quentin Grimes is going to be shooting three-pointers nonstop, along with Emmanuel Quickly, who's going to be putting shots up everywhere across the floor. You got to get ahead, make your threes. I want to ask you guys, more or less, do you think the Boston Celtics will make 17 three-pointers against the New York Knicks on Wednesday night? Type M for more, type L for less. We're going to have to hit up prize picks and see if this is an actual stat that they put up because we got to talk to you guys about prize picks in just one second because we're going to get to more keys to victories. And, of course, Smitty and I's prediction will come at the end of the video but like I said you guys want to know whether it's more or less on those three pointers well all you got to do is go to prizefix.com slash clns it's my favorite daily fantasy sports app I've been picking more or less on players projected stats all week long I do this for the NFL I do it for the NBA MLB you know the playoff games are going on right now but of course I already went on ahead and took advantage of Prize Picks' deal going on with Steph Curry. Right now, they're having a 90% off on Steph Curry's points. Do you think he's going to hit more than half a point in his season opener tomorrow? I obviously think he will. So I clicked more for Steph and Curry, and I did less for Drew Holiday, 15 and a half points, because I think he's now going to be more kind of a role player and assist guy. So I want to see what his role is here, but I want to see your Prize Picks. All you got to do is go to prizepix.com slash CLNS and you'll get a first-time deposit match up to $100 so you can watch yourself win some real money in real time. The third key to victory for us is everyone has to crash to the boards. And when we say everyone, we mean everybody and Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum has been leading the team in rebounding right now, but it obviously makes a difference because you got a big guy like Mitchell Robinson down in the paint. The Knicks are third, were third in the NBA in rebounds per game last season with 46 and a half in third in offensive boards, 12.6. You have to out-rebound them to be able to come out on top or at least match them, but you cannot get beat on boards here. Absolutely not. Mitchell Robinson alone averaged 9.4 rebounds per game last season and grabbed 13 and 14 boards in the last two matchups with Boston. Mitchell Robinson's a big dude, but you just went and got 7'3 power forward. Between Chris Porzingis and Al Horford now, you shouldn't have to rely on JT as much. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I love Jason Tatum, and I think the fact that he can rebound his butt off makes him the great player that he is. But when you look at the team last year, Jason Tatum led the Celtics with 8.8 .8 rebounds per game. Once again, don't stop doing that, JT. We want you to do that as well. But you could use a little help. Chris Asporzingis with the Washington Wizards, 8.4. Jalen Brown, 6.9. Al Horford, 6.2. I would like to see a little bit more from Al Horford, but that may just be being picky. I would like to see a little bit more from Jalen Brown as well. Just help JT out so that he can do other things around the court. But once again, I'm not mad at Jalen Tatum leading the team in rebounding. Rebound has never been a big strength for the Boston Celtics, and that's fine. Shooting obviously is, so you got to take the good with the bad, especially with Porzingis and Horford. So it'll be up to the wings to crash and secure possessions, which we've seen JT do that. We've obviously seen JB do that. I mean, six rebounds a game is still fantastic, 
But if he can get up to where Jason Tatum is, then uh, I'll be a very happy girl. <sighs> you got to let the Knicks ISO. You got to spread them out. They've got shooters on their team just like the Boston Celtics do. We've seen it with Quentin Grimes pulling up from 35-plus feet during the preseason. I've already talked to you guys about Emmanuel quickly and also Jalen Brunson. So when you make the Knicks ISO, they averaged the second-fewest assists last year. The second fewest assists in the league with 22.9 per game. And they were third in ISO percentage at 9.4. You got to make these guys pass. It doesn't matter how you do it, but if you can spread them out enough to where they don't have an open shot and their defender, their, excuse me, their teammate is too far away, then you can really force turnovers here, especially with a backcourt like Drew Holiday and Derek White. Because when you look at the Knicks roster right now, RJ Barrett, shooter, Jalen Brunson's a shooter. Mitchell Robinson's going to be down in the paint. you got to lock him up without Warford and Porzingis. Quentin Grimes, a dominant shooter. And Julius Randle, who tends to pop off against the Boston Celtics. So, once again, spread these guys out. Even if you have to switch up your zones a little bit and have to switch your coverage, do it. Because this is going to be a huge key to the game, is really forcing the Knicks to pass. And Boston can do that. Boston is elite defending the perimeter. They have one of the best perimeter defenses in the NBA. So I'll take my chances of the Knicks being locked down by Boston's perimeter defense. I have no doubt in them, but you have to be on it this game. Name a player you guys are watching for Wednesday night. Ah, that's a I I want to say somebody from the preseason that I had I enjoyed watching like a Peyton Pritchard or a Sam Hauser, but honestly, I think Drew Holiday is going to be the player I'm going to be watching. I'm really intrigued to see what Joe Mazzulla is going to do with his role, and I really can't wait to see him do def play defense on the New York Knicks. So type in the comments, name a player you guys are watching for on Wednesday night while we tell you our fifth key to the victory. Get Jalen Brown involved. I know we've picked up a lot of people in the offseason who picked up Drew Holiday, picked up Chris Porzingis. This is still the highest paid player in the National Basketball Association and he's fallen under the radar just a little bit, or at least Smitty and I's radar, at least. With all the new additions, I think Jalen Brown is still going to be a force. And like I said at the beginning of the video, while Emmanuel quickly may pop off against the Celtics, Jalen Brown pops off against the Knicks. Look at his stats from last season. He played three games. He averaged 27 points per game, almost 10 boards per game, 46 from the field, which is fine, and 39% from the three-point line. That's also fine. It's nothing flashy. But he finds a way to shoot around a very good Knicks defense against Jalen Brown. He notched the second most points in a game, 46, and one of his two career triple-doubles against the New York Knicks. Jalen Brown gets a little jiggy in Madison Square Garden. I'm not going to lie. So I think you really have to get him included in this rotation, at least when you're playing the Knicks, because he knows how to work this team. So I'm very excited to see Jalen Brown take advantage of the New York Knicks at home in the first NBA regular season. Predict the score of the Celtics versus the Knicks. Like I said, guys, it's the first game of the season. Are you not itching as much as I am to finally see some Boston Celtics basketball playing? We put together our keys to victory. This is what we've got to say. And I know Smitty and I put together both of our top our final scores of this game but overall these are what Smitty and I put together to say hey look this is what you got to do and this is just this is just Boston basketball 
You just got to be efficient. And there may be a little maybe a little loose because it is the first game of the season. You got to work out some kinks. But overall, I am taking the Boston Celtics to leave New York with a dub. I'm going to go 112 to 98. I think that if you can really isolate the New York Knicks offense, you can cut back their shooting just a little bit. That obviously is going to be a key to the game. And I think that's one of what is going to keep the score under 100. But I know Smitty has a bit different of a score. Smitty's prediction, Boston wins 107 to 100. So just slightly tweaked it. But overall, we're both taking Boston to win. But the best part is Smitty and I are going to be live absolutely on Wednesday night starting at 6.45 p.m. Eastern time. You can come hang out with Smitty and I, get the party going as we host an opening night watch party here on Chat Sports. Like this video if you guys are going to be joining that watch party. We cannot wait to see you guys and get this game underway. As always, subscribe to this channel so you know what's going on in the world of Boston Celtics basketball because we are now two days away from the NBA regular season starting. Thank you.